that, Valerie, just for you. <laughs> I know you like the jingle. I'm so eager to say hello. <laughs> so Valerie Ellis is with us. She is a therapist specialising in relationship counselling. I am. You are. And we've missed as far you. as I'm aware. <laughs> we've missed you over Christmas and New Aww. Year. I hope you had a lovely time. It was lovely. A very Englishy Christmas. Oh, good. I yeah. hope that was a good thing. It is. It is. I love it. I mean, all the, all the, you know, it gets dark by what, like one o'clock in the afternoon. That's right. Anyway, something like that. And then all the lights, it's gorgeous. Absolutely gorgeous. Oh, good. Yeah. Now, funnily enough, we were kind of having a giggle earlier because you're on today to talk about dun, 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 dun. New Year, new divorce. Now, this sounds pessimistic. However, well, there's for, reason behind forewarned it. is forearmed, isn't it? So that's, that's my, that's my um, defense for giving you bad news. And why um, are we talking about this then, especially? Because. January is the biggest month for filing divorce applications. Wow. I know. Really? I know. It's amazing. I, when I, when I um, Googled it and found out, I was actually surprised. I don't know why it hadn't occurred to me, but I thought, whoa, January, that's amazing. So, yes, this is the month for divorces. And do you know what? Thinking about it, probably this year especially, being 2020, uh-huh. I reckon it's going to be going through the roof, isn't it? I think a lot of people are doing kind of 10 years ago, I was doing this, 10 yep. years, and comparing and contrasting. That's one of the big reasons that it happens at this time of year, that through most of the year, you're just nose to the grindstone tootling along meeting your obligations to life not really thinking much about what's going on and it's it's christmas new year that you lift your nose from the grindstone look around and go oh was that my life is this going to be my life going forward and it's a big time of year for reflection and when when some people reflect they don't like what they see so it's kind of the passage of time it kind of cl- knocks you on the head in january it does i think you become aware of it i mean i it's like when you have children they grow 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 and you don't realize and it's when they see their grandparents that their grandma's oh my gosh they've grown mm. it's some intermediately point that points out to you that time has passed and New Year's is when you're reminded, oh, time is passing. And New Year's is a tricky one because this, I mean, it's, it's an anticlimax for a lot of people because there's so much expectation of not only just having a great night, but kind of what, what's happened this year and what's going to happen next year. You well, know? that's right. See, the Christmas raises your expectations. I think we've said this in a previous uh, com conversation we've had about Christmas that you know Christmas cards and Christmas movies and all that kind of thing make you think you know life's supposed to be a certain way a movie kind of lifestyle and so Christmas really lifts people's expectations and then when they compare their life against their expectations they're disappointed the reality is very far for some people it is and you know possibly legitimately so just you know Obviously, I don't think people really expect their life to look like a movie, but people want to be happy. And when they realise they're not, it makes them reflect and want to change it. Isn't it crazy, though? Because I couldn't believe last week when it was all over, all the expense, the, the, the kind of planning and the prep mm. and all the rest of it for Christmas. Mm. And then it's, it's done and dusted. And, mm. and, and that's also a bit of an anticlimax for a lot. It's, it's a real pressure, isn't it? A seasonal pressure. Absolutely. Well, there's, there's the, you know, the comparison between how life's meant to be at Christmas. And then, as you say, I call it the January 2nd effect. That you hit January 2nd, you're like, oh, was that it? Mm. We, you know, that right. was Christmas. That was New Year's. We bought all that, all that stuff. We, we paid all that money. Oh, it didn't transform our life into the happy, blissful thing that we we're expecting it to. Maybe my marriage is the problem. And I know that they were saying on the, on the news last week, it's, I think it was last Sunday, was the most popular day of the year to book holidays. 
Really? Yes. I didn't know yeah. that. Because people are just thinking, oh my goodness, it's a long time till the summer. Ah, um, interesting. So, so similar effect on people evaluating their relationships. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think it's, you know, you've got so many different visitors coming and you're having to put the nice face on and you're, you know, all that sort of stuff. And you're having to do a lot of work with regards to the prep and the cooking and the travelling. and da-da. It's full on, mm. but also you have a lot of exposure to your other half that, that you might not have. That's exactly it. It's, it does put you under pressure, but there's a lot of pressure at Christmas time to perform, to spend money, to make the house look a certain way. So it, so the stress rises. And sometimes when, when people look at their partner and how their partner is coping in that stress, that person's getting angry or aggressive, that makes people look and go, I don't want to be married to somebody who handles life like this. And as you're sort of implying at the moment as well, family come over and for some people they don't like their family (laughs) like they don't they're not people perhaps that they want to be related to so you're getting a lot of exposure to people and experiences that's unfamiliar compared to the rest of the year and what about um i I suppose it's probably too much christmas cheer in in the alcohol oh yeah so that i mean let i mean without putting too fine a point on it people drink too much and they flirt and some people um have affairs at this time of year and it's a little bit unfortunate but it it it, that's the alcohol don't underestimate the the ability of alcohol to change the course of your life like really like christmas parties after work and things like absolutely people drink too much and they say things they they mm, i wouldn't say they don't mean but they wouldn't say if they hadn't drunk so much they kiss people they wouldn't kiss if they hadn't drunk so much and other things the mistletoe comes yeah, out that's right and so it highlights for people their dissatisfaction and i suppose you know they do say sometimes it, truth can come out and too that's it the it, alcohol is the great disinhibitor uh-huh very very true we probably all know that at one point or another mm. um and too much family time we've kind of mentioned that can that can be tricky and then you mix alcohol with that and then you mm. mix lots of different things and the stress yeah exactly january the 2nd what what effect would that you know you were talking about that earlier mm. the january 2nd effect what do you mean well that's exactly what you're referring to in terms of like the holiday there's this it's this anticlimax. it's this moment where you know this big build-up to this sort of fantasy experience and and you wake up on christmas morning or sorry january 2nd morning and it's not as you expect so people then implement well what am i going to do about this and for some people the solution is that they're not happy with their marriage anymore and i think what a lot of people do is they get through christmas it's like they're holding their breath oh just get through christmas because i want to make the point that people don't decide they want to have a divorce in january they decide prior but what happens is they think, I'll get through Christmas. This is not a good time to announce that I want a divorce. Mm. They get through Christmas and New Year's and then uh, they, ex- they sort of exhale and announce um, that that's what their intentions are. So January 2nd is like a kind of deadline. Right, back to the real world. world. I'm now going to implement uh, a decision I made perhaps a couple of months ago. Now I've made it through Christmas. <laughs> I love on your blog, it's cracking me up when, when you said, be aware you may be hearing some surprising news this month. <laughs> yes. So, so, well, like I said at the beginning, forewarned is forearmed. So, you know, like you, you may hear some news about you, you may hear some news about a friend. And 
This is also a list of things, if you value your relationship, this is also a list of things you can start paying attention to. Absolutely. For things that you, how you'd like life to be going forward. So, you know, not everyone's going to have someone spring a divorce on them. But if, if you care about your relationship, if you don't want that to happen and you'd like a lovely life, read the blog post and look at each of the issues and think, how do we handle stress in our relationship? How do we handle relatives? Are we using alcohol to cope when we shouldn't? Um, are we having too high expectations? Are we not meeting each other's expectations? Yeah. All of these reasons for getting a divorce are, are warning signs for preventing one. Absolutely. You can flip it and, and Absolutely. that can be positive for sure. But mm. I think a lot of people also maybe instead of doing your own um, New Year's resolutions, maybe you sit down as a family or as, uh, as a couple. Uh, couple and you sit down and you say, okay, what, what are we going to try and get out of this year? What could we do better? What can we do better? Yes. You know, what can we look forward to? Let's get some dates in the diary. Let's yeah. jazz us. What could know. we do better? Yeah, what, what, I mean, that's a lovely question you could ask for your partner. What do you, what did you enjoy about me last oh, year? What, what, <laughs> that could open a Okay, all right. <laughs> but good, assuming goodwill, assuming some goodwill, what did you enjoy about me last year? What do you think, are, you know, what, as a wife, or what, I'm going to, I'll play the role. As a wife, what were you, what did you really enjoy about me being wifely last year? Mm. And um, how could we do better going forward? Mm. And, and ask the question of the other person as well. Uh, yeah, I say, and use this as an opportunity to improve. Yeah. yeah. And you know who's going to be really, really happy this month? I don't know. Solicitors. No. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, Valerie, for coming on again. You're so welcome. Some great words for wisdom. Valerie, please let us know where we read your full blog and where we get more information. So you can go onto the internet and it is com. And you can find this blog post about divorce and lots of other interesting blog posts about relationships. And if you want some relationship guidance, contact me through there. Now, also, just to flag up, Valerie has brought out her own book. I have. I'm published. I have a physical book. You can also get it on Amazon as a Kindle. And we're going to do some special things going into next month. So we are doing some really nice special readings from her book. And we're also going to be doing a giveaway. So do keep tuned to that. She's got great advice. Thank you so much, Valerie. Always a pleasure. See you next week. Or speak to you next week. See you. Bye.